this is what we are going into right now. Where was your honor and voice taken, my beloved? Nobody has the authority to take it from you. Who took it from you? Write these things down. Recognize where your voice was taken when you could not speak for yourself anymore. When you watched and pleaded helplessly. God is saying that you will not remain that way anymore. God says he's delivering you from that spirit and giving you your voice back. God wants to give you your voice back. Can you see that when none of these people fought for her, she had to quietly go make those cakes. She had to quietly watch her stepbrother send everybody away from the house. When she even used her voice, he refused to listen to her. And even after she was molested, what happened? What happened in verse 20? They told her brother to even told her to be quiet. Thank you. You know, even when found out after it was true oh just be quiet come live with me and we just put everything under the carpet and you'd be okay that's it her own brother that loved her so much told her to be quiet yeah. and so you go through life with everybody shutting you down yes because that spirit came to molest you shame you and silence you and that's why you see, even out in the world, there's a cry. Everybody wants to have a voice. Because the worst thing that would ever happen to any of us is if our voices were taken. And many of us have been molested and abused and attacked from within the family. And we couldn't speak it out. We were silenced. Tamar's father, David, could have called Tamar in. Comforted her and say, I'm, I'm going to make sure that your brother pays for this. I'm going to avenge you. But no. Mm -hmm. She couldn't say anything. Even her own brother that loved her so much told her to be quiet. The enemy kills, steals from you and you can't say it. And other people, they don't realize it, but they are partnering with the enemy to silence you. Why do we know Absalom was wrong by telling her to be quiet? We know he was wrong because God will not want you silenced. God wants your voice heard because God will use you to deliver other people as well. God wants you to take back your voice. That silence and that abuse led to so much evil in the family. Because later on, Absalom ended up killing the stepbrother that raped his sister and even went on plotting to kill his father and take the kingdom from David. It was a mess. So any counsel to silence you is not of God. And so God wants to restore your voice. God wants to deliver you from this vicious cycle of abuse that has been going on in your life. God wants it to stop today and he's giving you empowerment today. He wants your voice heard. He's releasing your voice. That's why I'm always intrigued by that kid's uh, movie where this lady hands over her, her talent to, to the evil witch in the water, the little mermaid. She hands over her voice, right? Oh, yeah. In order to live her dreams, she had to give over her voice. And that, that which woman, is it Casella or somebody? Ursula, thank you. Ursula. <laughs> God wants your voice to be restored. Amen. Don't listen to the counsel that tells you to sit in your shame. He's like, come stay in my house. Why would she come stay in your house? Why does she have to hide? Why does she have to tear her, her clothing? 
So because I was molested, I'm no longer who I am. I'm a virgin. It's past the flesh. I did not willingly engage in sexual relations. So I am still a virgin. So I'm still going to dress like a virgin. If somebody wants to marry me, I will tell them that I was molested. But no, I did not willingly consent. So I have every right to wear that garment. I have every right to wear that garment. The enemy cannot take away that garment from me. You cannot steal my innocence. You cannot steal my identity. You cannot steal my calling. Because you are the crown prince. I am a daughter of Zion. You are a child of the most high God. Nobody has legal rights to take your voice from you, to steal and tear your garment, to steal your face from walking out in the public. You're in shame and you're covering your face. You cannot walk among people anymore. You cannot live your life the way you dreamed it to be anymore. You have to hide out in your brother's house because your own brother too has partnered with a demonic voice that says that you should be quiet. That's why you use that voice in prayer. That's why you use that voice in taking authority. That's why you use that voice to do whatever it takes to make sure that your voice is heard before all the realms of the world, not just the kingdom of the earth. So that even the demonic realm knows that the daughter and the son of God has risen to take their place. All the things the Lord showed you. A 15-year-old beautiful lady. All the dreams she had. The life she dreamed of a man coming and sweeping her off her feet. Loving her. She was a princess. She could have married a crown prince in another nation. She could have been a queen in another nation. She could have been married to one of the most honorable people in that land. But somebody used of the devil felt they had the power and privilege over her to steal from her and leave her with nothing. Do not listen to the counsel that tells you to sit in your shame. Do not listen to the counsel that tells you to sit quietly in your workplace when the abuse is going on. Do not listen to the counsel that makes you sit quietly in the church pews with your shame constantly, Sunday after Sunday, week after week, with no results going on in your life. Do not listen to that counsel. No matter where it comes from, it is not of God. You can recognize it. You can recognize it because it has all the signs and the smears of the enemy around it. Oh, lovesick. That's nothing like lovesick. Once the demon fully expressed itself, when hatred fully manifests itself, you see it for what it is. Don't wait to be a victim. If you have been a victim, now the Lord is giving you the opportunity to turn it around. Yeah. You made a spiritual agreement with shame, with depression, with guilt. And they stayed with you every day until today you are encountering the power of God. Today you are choosing to daily get out of your partnership with shame and depression and abuse and guilt. And it's a daily thing you're doing. It is minute by minute. It's hour by hour. Because that's all the time it took for that demon to shame you, to put you down to trample upon you, to keep you silent, to keep you indoors, to keep your head bowed down. So here are your keys. Do the opposite of what that demon wants you to do. Do the opposite of everything you've been doing. Remember, you allow them for years, so you will consciously cast them out. 
Take the time to do so. Every time you catch yourself feeling that shame, listening to that evil comment, listening to those evil words, you shut it down there, right there. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. Amen. Now you have to unlearn all those habits. You go into public and you can't look people in the eye because of that shame you have. Because you feel they are better than you. Because of what somebody did to you. Now you have to do the opposite. You walk up to people, you give them a handshake, and you ask them, how do you do? You do the opposite of what those spirits did to you. You unlearn the bad habits. They taught you. Because they lived in you. You have casted them out. You have taken them before the throne of God. You've asked the Lord to judge them. Begin to unlearn their ways and begin to walk fully in who you are. Because before they oppressed Tamar, Tamar wore her beautiful long dress. Tamar was adorned as a princess. All the men around, they were sworn at her. She was untouchable. She knew who she was. That is why she wasn't even aware when harm was going to happen to her. She was always shielded. She was always confident until the enemy came and stole everything that defined Tamar. So now you have to begin to learn who you are as a spirit being, as a daughter, as a son of God. You have to begin to learn how to walk out your salvation, how to be confident again, how to fight the battles, how to be a conqueror, how to be more than even a conqueror, how to move around, how to no longer hide, learn how to see the light of day again. Don't coop in the house anymore. Don't let shame keep you in hiding. Don't let your oppressor keep you from leaving. Now you have to take on the second key, take on those nice clothes again. Begin adorn yourself in the spirit. And that's why when you go to the courts of heaven, like in Zechariah 3, you see that the angels of God were crowning Joshua. Begin to wear those garments of holiness, of righteousness, of beauty, of joy, of peace, of humility. Don't let anybody take away your crown. Don't let anybody make you wear ugly things in the spirit. Be that cheerful person again. Work it out. Take it. It's your inheritance. Wear those nice clothes again, Tamar. Actively do the things you did before the abuse, before the shame, before that depression, before that attack. The things you did before the thief stole from you. And thirdly, love yourself again. You are a princess. All before God, you are the best thing that heaven ever created. Made in the image of God. One spirit with God. What separates you from the nature of God? Nothing. Because you join yourself with him. You are one spirit with him. You love God. Love yourself. See who you are. See God's love for you. See that you are worthy of an abundant life. That's why John 10 verse 10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Leave the dreams God has placed in your heart. Don't say I'm too old. Don't say, oh, it happened when I was 15. Today I'm 70, so it's too late. No. You're the one making that decision. Begin to change. Change your ways. Catch yourself in those wrong agreements and rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Don't allow them to determine what you do. Don't allow them to determine what you say. Don't allow them to determine where you go. God's deliverance is to set you free from the authority 
to give you back control, to choose God's heart for you. Now you have control. You can make sure that you're choosing from the spiritual realm of God. Now you can rule and reign because you're a princess. You're a daughter of the most high God. You're a daughter of the king. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You can walk out. You can walk free. You have permission to do the opposite of the scripts that the demonic realm wrote for you. So in the name of Jesus, begin to take hold of that permission right now. Begin to embrace the life of freedom, the life of abundance that Jesus Christ wrote concerning your life. And so, Father, we thank you today because we are breaking the cycles of abuse in the lives of my lovely brothers and sisters. Today, we are coming against the evil strategies of the enemy, against this amazing child of yours. Today, we are rebuking the works of darkness. We are binding up his actions and casting it into the abyss in the mighty name of Jesus. We are calling the enemy out and we are asking you, the righteous judge, to begin to judge all the attacks, all the places of attacks, and all the people that allow themselves to be used of the demonic realm to begin to judge that spirit in their lives so that they will no longer have the power to influence and to cause this child of yours, this daughter of yours and son of yours to remain in abusive life. Lord, we begin to come into agreement with the life of freedom that Jesus gives, the freedom and the abundance that Jesus gives free from every oppression. We begin to decree restoration of everything. A million fold. We ask God that you begin to restore what was stolen and you will cause this amazing son and daughter of God to lift up their heads and walk straight into the sunlight and look into freedom, look into dreaming with you, look into living fully that life that you have called them to live. Thank you, Lord, because today, you break the chain. Today, you make all things new. Today, freedom lives here. In Jesus' mighty name, we agree. Amen. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.